I wouldn't shut up. I was like, why are you not freaking out about this? Hello, this is Rachel. Soon, I'll be joined by my sister, Sarah. Together, we are the Booted Sisters. On this week's episode, we're flipping the script again, uh, and I will do another guest host asking questions of Sarah because, drumroll, this episode will air on her birthday. Um, so we wanted to take a chance to go through a little bit of the Miss, Mer- Miss Memories segment that people seem to enjoy when we kind of include that and uh, as well as go over some birthday themed trips that we've taken um, on this birthday themed episode. Please enjoy. Hello. Hey, how's it going? What do you what do you call it? Miss Memory? Miss Memories? Okay, so I think I'll shout out Tori uh, posted in her, I think it was in our question box. She cool. um, yeah. she coined this term and I think it's perfect and I would love to steal it, uh, given Tori's blessing. <laughs> but she said um, she loved, in John's episode, she loved the Miss Memories section. <laughs> Miss Memories. I always want to say Miss Memories. Yeah. Which I just think is perfect. So. Miss for memories, yeah, Miss I like for that. Memories. Okay, anyway. then we'll start there. Um, can't confirm whether this will be a miss for memory or just memory, but it's a good <laughs> starting point. Um, so off the bat, what are a couple moments that stand out to you from birthdays past? Okay, so I've had a lot of good birthdays, and so I want to preface whatever comes in the rest of this episode with like, I I don't. If anybody who has celebrated my birthday with me in the past doesn't hear me rave about that birthday, I'm very sorry in advance because I'm sure it was great and I'm sure I remember it too. But um, so I'm nervous about that just because I feel like there's so many good ones and I've had Uh, lots of, you know, it'll be fine. Just go for it. Not not nervous about the backlash. (laughs) I just mean nervous that I'm going to not highlight the right ones. Um, but okay, so I remember having a surprise party, like maybe when I was around. Okay, I think I remember multiple surprise parties. I remember one um, with friends when I was around 12. And then I remember one with family from when I was younger, probably between seven and 10, <laughs> maybe I like said, eight or nine. I was trying to think of this question and I have almost no memories of any of your birthdays. <laughs> <laughs> well, it makes sense that, that this is such an interesting way to do the misrememories because I'm going to remember my own birthday a lot better than you are. Like I probably don't remember your birthdays. <laughs> I can't really think of anything notable. <laughs> um, so that's actually really oh, funny. Um, I remember a, a really great fifth birthday um, <laughs> when we were in Leesburg. And I think that could have been a surprise, but that doesn't match up with your timeline. So my fifth birthday. Good, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you started talking about your birthday, which is fine. <laughs> but, no, no. Um, I mean, I'm sure I had a great fifth birthday too, but no, your fifth birthday. I remember a party um, on the court with um, friends from neighbors, brownies and neighbors. Um, yeah. Um, that's very so, possible. Okay. I, okay. I, 
I'm trying to think of like the youngest birthdays I can remember because that's more like interesting to remember. I remember there was some birthday back then in that era, same time frame, probably not five, but maybe like six, I don't know, maybe around five. I don't remember a surprise component, but I remember that one of my friends from Brownies got me a Polly Pockets and I was like, oh my God, I've never had a Polly oh, Pockets before. This is the coolest version of me is Sarah with Polly Pockets. Like, wow, name brand toy. Oh, she's yeah. fancy. <laughs> yeah. So I remember that. Um, I really, I can't think of very many memories or birthday memories from like that long ago but I'm sure those were like the most exciting ones so that's kind of a bummer I remember a birthday where maybe this is the one you're thinking of because it certainly could have been a surprise I remember we hosted like a party for me at our house and there were family members there because I remember getting like a purse or something from one of our aunts and uncles and it was wrapped in like a brownie box and I just remember oh, for some reason, all those one. details, because yeah. <laughs> I was like, great wrapping idea to <laughs> log away. Well, I was like, as I was opening it, I was just, it might not have been a brownie box, but it was definitely like a box that was not the thing that it was. And I just remember in the process of opening it, I was like, play it cool. You're going to have, this might be the weirdest present you've ever received, but you have to react positively. <laughs> like I remember feeling on Great the spot, yeah. <laughs> uh, which is like, I, I think that's a common, I'm when you're opening a present, no matter your age, when you're opening a present in front of people, isn't that what's going through everyone's mind of like, okay, make sure you react like as quickly and positively as possible. So that like, if there's a delay where you are acting like you might not like the present or might not get the present, then like, that's the moment that it would all go downhill and the person would feel bad. Right. Does yeah. That no, I mean, I, I think that was um, maybe a little bit of wisdom beyond your years, but still like a very gracious thing for you to think of. <laughs> Um, I remember my 18th birthday. Sorry. sorry. I'm just hopping around. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, Um, it's related. That's why I was going to bring this up. On my 18th birthday, I had like a bunch of, um, my high school friends and my friends who like didn't go to school with me. It was like, that was probably the biggest party I've had or one of the bigger ones. It was super fun. It was like, we were supposed to have done a picnic and then the weather was terrible, but a bunch of people got me presents. Like that's probably the last, it was like an inappropriate age to be receiving so many presents in that circle with that many people. But like, that was what was happening. So it was like the last memory I have of being like classic kids birthday party. Like everyone circled around watching you open present after present. And um, I just remember like some of my friends commenting, like Sarah is like so good at opening presents in front of people. Like look at her reaction. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, nailed it. You're subtracted. But I, I, yeah. (laughs) I don't want to seem like I'm faking my reactions, but I, I I was also surprised. I was like, cause I was being pretty genuine when I was opening those presents, but that was like one of the best compliments I've ever received in my life that I was a good present opener. Top bullet on your resume for sure. Okay. So I was, the one I was thinking of, we like, you had pinata. It was definitely at that house up there. And I'm sure some family, like family tended to come down a lot when we were living up there, but I'm sure, sure they were there, but um, this could have been the same as the brownie incident. Okay, so two surprise parties, one I seven think or eight. That one that you're, I am remembering a pinata. It could very well be the same one as the like pre- purse present in the brownie box or whatever. That could definitely, yeah. Be the same. This, could this would be helpful to have mom and give input. But to the point of like, you don't remember my birthdays as well as I do. Like maybe she wouldn't remember my birthdays as well as I would either. I was the star of the show. yeah I mean I guess we'll just wait your opinion more than the rest of us but still consult her at some point 
Um, okay, so then what about that 12th birthday, um, which you said was a surprise? Yeah, I feel like it was my 12th. That was like, you know, so different set of friends. We had moved between when I was, we moved when I was like seven or eight. Um, so 12th birthday was different era, different friends. Um, but yeah, that was hosted at one of my friend's houses. And I don't remember the details of the surprise. I think you were there though. Do you remember this at all? Well, could be. I don't know. I'm vaguely recalling some kind of fun. I think I can find a picture of them being very excited to surprise you kind of situation. Yeah. It's totally up there, Allie, for sure. Yeah. And I don't remember how that like was pulled off. I don't remember what I thought was happening. It's like, it makes me sad that I don't remember more details. Like at the time that just must've been like my favorite day. Like I know it was fun. I remember feeling like it was fun, but I just don't remember any details. I don't remember what we did. I don't, it's really interesting. Like this goes back to what we were talking about last recording where pictures just help so much with memories. Like the specific images I have of that party, I know are pictures. And that's why I probably remember it better because right. I've now seen it more recently and stuff. So the picture, yeah. yeah, which is part of why it's like, obviously that skews your memory, but everything skews your memory. And so like having more pictures is just helpful. Like it skews it, but it at least paints a picture, an accurate picture of something. It's definitely a little disappointing when you know that like that you could remember more about it and that the, those details are just lost. Like that's, that's a disappointing feeling. But then on the other hand, like it gave you joy in that moment. And that's what it was there for. And think about how overwhelming it would be to have, you know, 80 plus years of memories. I I totally agree that like having something to like go back into that moment, pictures or journal, like something that can help you kind of have a little bit of a like, oh yeah, that's fun. Um, But I I try not to get too hard on myself for not being able to just recall things in my head because that's the years add up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that's a good way of looking at it. And I guess like part of what makes me sad about it is that when like, that was probably the biggest thing that happened to me over the span of several months that year. So what are all the things that I don't even remember happened at all? You know, like at least this, I remember happened at all. And I can remember that it made me feel good, but there were probably just like a million things that made me feel good too, that like, I simply don't remember even the smallest fact about, and I don't know, it just makes me sad. I I think it's still important. That's still part of like me having a happy March of that year or whatever. Like it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things, but I just think that like, it's a little upsetting to know that there's a lot more that I could be thinking back on if I remembered more things. (laughs) Or even just like, I mean, thinking about that friend group, we had so many inside jokes and like just fun running bits and if you were to ask me to name two right now, like, I don't know if I could. It, Yeah, I agree with you that it's sad to think of like the things that meant so much and brought so much joy. And then they're just kind of lost forever. But again, like it made for fun times in the moment. Maybe yeah. that's all it was meant to do. That's um, fair. If I'm ever rich, I'm going to have a uh, uh, an assistant who follows me around and takes pictures of every day of my life so that I can remember everything. <laughs> Um, that would be really stressful, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I mean, this is actually, this is so interesting because this is like the most like pro social media, like, um, rhetoric I've ever spouted. Like, I feel like I'm (laughs) sounding like go YouTube families, like you do you, which is not what I believe. Document everything. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. What did you have for breakfast yesterday? (laughs) Anyway, I, yeah, I don't want to harp on the same point that we talked about last episode, but just to the same thing, it's just always going to be 
really hard to find the balance. I wish I had more pictures of more things, but I also feel like I probably spent more moments pretty well by not focusing on taking pictures. Also, that was a different era. I don't know how I would have taken many more pictures in that era. No, that's very true. So what is your preferred celebratory dessert now? And what was your preferred celebratory dessert for those birthdays growing up that you remember or any desserts that kind of jumped out as like, that was great. Okay. So part of why I remember vaguely some surprise birthday with family around the time, I think it was around the time we had moved because I just remember it being a weird time. And then it was like only family. And like, the reason I remember that is because that cake, that party. Um, and if, if anybody listening to this remembers his birthday, thank you so much for celebrating my birthday with me. That was great. So much fun. Love you forever. But that cake, it was like a sheet cake from a grocery store and it had massive frosting balloons on it and it made me gag I was like I cannot (laughs) I thought for years that I hated frosting and now I bake cakes and love it um I hate some frosting store-bought frost or like store cake frosting like super gritty yeah like I would just rather have no dessert I think like it's so gross and so I and that's obviously it's a big deal to bake somebody a cake. So like, it's fine that people buy store-bought cakes sometimes, but I just thought growing up that I really didn't like cake that much. I don't remember specifically. I'm sure I had some good birthday cakes, but I don't remember specifically. So now I do really love cake, birthday cake. Okay. So we're recording this. This is going to release on my birthday, but we're recording it a bit before. So it's kind of weird. I'm like planning for my birthday and stuff, but it's not actually my birthday yet. Um, but one of my friends is going to bake me a birthday cake in it. I'm so excited. Like like that that's changed I don't remember what I I always have loved like cookies and brownies most and probably ice cream I bet I had some good ice cream cakes growing up I don't remember them but I bet I did (laughs) and I bet I loved it at the time I kind of remember those balloons but it's also like one of the most common icing on the cake as it were Um, (laughs) it felt like my villain arc I like ate that balloon and then I was like never again (laughs) will I have frosting (laughs) look how far you've come I know um so these days you'd say a good old cake. Oh yeah. Cake, um, cupcakes. Um, I love all desserts. Last year, okay. I just like feel like I want to keep talking about all my birthdays that I've had because I keep thinking of them. But last year, um, my birthday was on a weekday, which it is obviously again this year, which is just such a bummer. Last year it was like a huge bummer to have a Tuesday birthday when it was my first time living alone. That was like a hardship for me. Oh, <laughs> but, that's a lot. Yeah. Um, but mom got me a gift card to a donut shop down the street that we had gotten when she visited. And so I got to have donuts on my birthday, which was great. So that was like a little bit of a birthday day dessert that I had that I didn't have to make myself. And then I um Um, celebrated with friends that weekend. And one of my friends got me like this mini birthday cake from a bakery in town that apparently is just like very popular for those. And it was just so thoughtful and very exciting. And it was like a little bit of a weird, like we were kind of going out and she gave me the cake when we were going out. So we didn't really like eat it in that moment, but I kind of had it myself. So I like got to eat it the next, like throughout the next week, which was great. So loved that. That's perfect. Oh, so thoughtful. Yes. Um, cool. Any other now that we've you know talked about it a little bit, anything else popping up from birthdays that are fun, quirky, high low, buffalo, anything like that before oh, we move on? Truly, so many. I can't pass up the quarantine birthday, twenty twenty one. So one thing about my roommates during quarantine, which I've talked about, how we had a really great setup, and I'm very thankful for my pre Denver Virginia setup. 
We were all very good at quarantining. Like we, we had so much space and we were really good about, you know, being socially distanced if we ever saw anybody outside of our bubble, but we were a bubble and it was just, I'm just so thankful for it. We went so all out for celebrations because it was just what we had, like we were living for it. Yeah. And that, that was it. That was forever. all you had. Yeah. And I honestly, like, I think that I am going to hold everyone's birthdays during that time, like as fondly in my heart as my own birthday from that time, just because each of those was like so fun for everyone. Um, and we would do other things. Like we would just kind of every once in a while have like a dinner party amongst ourselves or something like that. But yeah, my birthday in 2021 was just like, it was so fun. It was just full of a lot of little surprises and we were still quarantined. And so I wasn't going to be able to like do a party with everyone I knew or anything like that. But, um, if anybody else remembers that era of like, a lot of times people would do like kind of video compilations of people saying happy birthday. Um, I know I'm not the only one who had that happen. I know that was like a trend, but I was very surprised by it. Like my roommate Devin had reached out to so many people and like gotten people to send in videos and I was surprised by it. It was just like so nice. All of my friends were like so excited for that like three second clip. They were about it and like oh. really willing to like commit. It was so much fun. I'm going to cry thinking about this video because yeah, Rachel, you were in it with your friends in Japan, like a clip of that. And it was, it was so nice that it existed at all, but each person in it, like every time a new one, a new clip would come up while we were watching it, like each person, I was just like, oh, like them too. Like it was just like so nice. And especially because like it was my friend organizing it, but like a lot of family members got pulled in and like, it was just like so thoughtful, the like communication around what must've had. It was just like so sweet. Yeah. And like, it really was a surprise because we also did other things. Like it was not like I needed that to have a good birthday. It was like extra on top of everything else. And everyone just got me like really fun presents. My roommates got me a really nice cake, like a milk bar cake. That's definitely what happened. And that was really fun. It was just, it was so fun. It was such a great day. Um, I yeah, think it qualifies as a third surprise party. I mean, within yeah, the honestly, COVID yeah, version, yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. And we had done a surprise party for Devin too. That like Devin's birthday is like two, a little over two weeks before mine, and we had like done a legit virtual surprise party for her. Oh, um, back then, so that was really fun. Even though that's not my own birthday, it was just so fun. <laughs> wow, I love that. That's a great segue into our um, travel stories, which you guys will now know that we just talked about Munich and we weren't necessarily planning on going right into another one, but this one was during Sarah's birthday and also during the, the COVID times. So it made sense to talk about it right now. And I'm excited too, but this was the last trip that we actually have a planning document and like a whole planning process for, I mean, I just got to see you a few months ago. Um, yeah, so like maybe that was, that was the most recent things. sister trip. Yeah. yeah. That wasn't like a let's go to this area and experience this area. Yeah. That was like we traveled to see family together. Anyway, so this is the last like proper sister trip that we've done. Um, and it was California. It was supposed to be Japan. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm going to cry for different reasons now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, supposed to be Japan. Um, and then late February 2020, things were starting. Like we didn't know that we were going to go to a lockdown and how bad things were going to get. But international travel was starting to look questionable. So Sarah had tickets to come out to see me in Japan. We saw the writing on the wall that international travel wasn't going to work. I happened to be in California for work. And so we decided we still wanted to hang out. Sarah hadn't been to the West Coast. So we said, let's just hang out in California and we'll, we'll drive the Highway 1. And so we 
just to deepen painting this picture. <laughs> like Please. we had purchased flights for Japan in February, like earlier in February, which was like, we probably purchased flights five minutes before any rational person would have been like, let's not go to Asia. But it was truly five minutes before that. But Rachel was out in California for like a month. And I absolutely would have visited her out there in February or March if I wasn't already planning on going to Japan in April. And so this happened really fast because I was like so distraught realizing I couldn't go to Japan and that like that was not going to happen and that I was going to go so long without getting to see you. And then it just like suddenly fell into place that we could make this California trip work again. Every decision we made on this trip was like five minutes later, a rational person probably wouldn't have made that decision to include. So we started in San Diego and drove all the way up to San Francisco and literally, you know, the five minute thing, like we would go to a town while the restaurants were open. And then as we left, like things would be closing. Like yeah. it was very doomsday, but very fun. I, um, I'll never forget that we were like, should we go to a Lakers game? <laughs> yeah, should we go to like, a There's game? not Lakers games. <laughs> yeah. So there were a lot of things in a normal year that anybody like driving the length of California would obviously consider doing. Um, and by the time we would get to those places, they would be like, oh, you know, temporarily closed to be determined, la, la, la. But yeah, that was fun, but kind of crazy. I want to focus on the positive, but just to, I was supposed to fly back. Like it was supposed to be about a week of a trip. And I was supposed to have flown back on like, I think the Wednesday. And I ended up moving my flight to Monday because I didn't know if flying was going to be a thing. But like when I flew out there, it was just barely not that crazy. It was just a very weird time. <laughs> but anyway, like we were road tripping just the two of us. Um, so ultimately a lot of like the majority of what we did wasn't that risky by the standards of like how I began living the next week. It just felt crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Like in hindsight, it was probably the safest version of that we could have done at the time. But yeah, once we got more information very soon afterwards, like, whoa, I can't believe we just even did that. Okay. So I'm very glad it happened because otherwise we would have gone like, cause that was the last time we saw each other before September, 2022. (laughs) Um, so I'm glad that that happened, but like, it's just crazy. (laughs) Yeah, no. And it was a much needed positive memory going into everything that we were about to experience. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So we did one night in San Diego and back me up on this. Do you, do you have, so like I said, we have a document for this one. Oh yeah. Let me pull it up. Yeah. We did one night in San Diego. The next night, LA. What was it about the San Diego Airbnb that was like, this is why I booked it. It was like kitschy and so Yeah. It was like, it was just like one of those that really leaned into a color theme on the decor. Um, it was like, it had like a red couch and everything had like red accents. It almost felt like it was Coke themed, but I don't remember a lot of Coke products. It was just like, that's the color scheme they went for. Oh yeah. Um, It was very like retro. Yeah. Very retro. And we just like, we were totally sold in pictures. We're like, okay, we'll, we'll accept the pictures. Next Airbnb was LA, like Malibu. And then was Salinas the next one? Yeah. San Francisco. Yeah, I think, okay, I have the document up now. I think we maybe could have flushed it out better. I feel like we were planning this a little bit, uh, or we didn't update with some of the the, uh, things that changed. But yeah, it was San Diego. When I got there, like afternoon, we stayed the night there, got to LA the next day. And then we drove through Big Sur and stayed like outside Monterey, which was Selena the next night. And then um, we got up to San Francisco. And the first night we stayed with the family friends. And then the next night we stayed like near Berkeley. Yeah. Okay. 
and that one was fun because, well, I guess we can just go through the Airbnb. So we talked about the the red themed one, which I think we just got, got on the pictures and we're like, yeah, that's a good enough reason to book this. Mm-hmm. And we got dinner with somebody else in town in San Diego. Yeah, we did. Actually, it was the friend that I just went skiing with. Um, wow. He was I, in town for work as sorry, well. I should obviously know that. I didn't know that, but it's, <laughs> I'm like learning along with the listeners. <laughs> No, no, I didn't know. Yeah, that's funny. Wow, it all connects. Look at these characters. Right? It's crazy. Yeah. All right. So that was that Airbnb. The next Airbnb in Monterey um, was up in the, or not, sorry, not Monterey, Malibu, like just outside. Oh, LA. yeah, yeah, yeah. It had really good views because that's what Malibu yeah. is for. Um, we were in like a basement apartment and it was, it was cozy and it was fun to like, like drive up there. I remember just, it was yeah. <laughs> yeah. a little sketch, uh, cause we ended up getting there like a dark cause we met up with, um, one of your friends for dinner, mm-hmm. uh, in, in LA. And then we drove up cute basement apartment that, you know, you had like a view out over the mountains, just a little treacherous to drive up to. Yeah. Um, I feel like the location sucked for convenience but i'm glad we stayed in that location because we wouldn't have gotten those views without going where we went <laughs> which was out of the way yeah and i think that that was really what what drove us there um this i think was when we were supposed to be staying and then the yurt that got canceled because of oh i forgot about the yurt dang it that would have been so fun it was weather oh yeah great. okay also to paint the picture the freaking only time I've been, to, I, I've been to California since, but like the first time I go to California, it rains the whole time we're driving from south to north. Like, yeah, yeah. It was like the annual weather. rain. <laughs> Ridiculous. Um, but yeah, yeah. We had booked a yurt and then like the few days leading up to it, we were just like, Ooh, should we be staying in a yurt? Which, okay. Wow. I was so weak back then. I totally would stay in a yurt in the rain right now. Are you kidding me? Yeah, but I I remember it as the host canceling because yeah oh yeah COVID. they said they weren't like equipped yeah yeah, yeah exactly um, next Airbnb we've had some good Airbnbs in our days this might be this very near the top of the list yeah, this yeah. Is my favorite yeah. probably this ever was, I wanted to I wanted to move in I like wanted to stay so bad well and that's one of the things that it's funny to me I think. If we had timed it, because uh, we, you know, we're, we're driving and I'm hitting up what sites we can. So um, we're not like spending enormous amounts of time in these places that we're staying. And again, we kind of got there after dinner time and then left in the morning time and we missed the host. And I think we would have a great time if we'd actually gotten to talk to them. They seem like just based on their description on the, oh, yeah. the Airbnb, I, they seem like great. And I believe in their home. <laughs> yeah. I believe there's a version of my life, like in another universe where uh, we arrived a bit earlier, met those people, and then it hit the fan a little bit crazier, like quicker, uh, it, like with COVID. And I quarantined with them for two years. So like there's absolutely there is a I, parallel universe where that I like, happened. Yes. Like I remember feeling that that morning when I was walking around not wanting to leave. I was like, this could be it. This could be where I stay when I get trapped in California. Cause at that moment I did think I was going to be trapped in California. And Drop I was like pin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is it. I, I was like, I can help them on the farm. Like this will work. We'll be fine. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. So I guess we should talk about it. So we were in like the guest house um, of this ranch. So just the house and the guest house area had this lovely yard with like an awning and um, a platform for their jacuzzi and just a really 
cozy outside with good like outdoor furniture and a swing that I think we have a picture of you in. And so it was like really cozy, but they're also just, you know, it's a ranch, they're on land and stuff. Um, so, and then it was in Salinas Valley. Like it just like was another one where we're like, we w- woke up, went outside. We're like, wow, just so cute. And we didn't get a chance to, so they were in the main house and we were in the guest house and in another universe, we would have become best friends. Yeah. So then we stayed with family friends in San Francisco. Um, and these are people who like, like changed our diapers, known us our whole lives, kind of family friends. So that was, <laughs> again, one of those, like in hindsight, like who knows when, when we would have seen them again kind of deal. And it was just kind of cool to like get to catch up a little bit. Yeah. It was a um, really specific moment. Like it was just like a very quick pause time, like got some quality time with people we hadn't talked to in years. And like our lives and their lives have changed a lot since then oh they don't even God, live there yeah. anymore they haven't lived there for a long time and like yeah, yeah. like they, yeah um this was do you remember you definitely do remember but this was the day before my birthday that we were staying with them so we stayed with them like the night before my birthday and I woke up in their house on my birthday and I just remember being really nervous about that I was like this is so weird and I'm an adult like if you're a kid you could it's just fine to make right, it being yeah. your personality that it's your birthday but like to like walk into somebody's house who's being so kind to us and be like guess what it's my birthday like special day for me like it just they're just it felt like there was no good way to approach it I was like feeling really like nervous about it and just like okay like I hope it just doesn't come up and then we just leave but the night before like when we were eating dinner with them which was like an amazing amazing dinner. Um, and we were eating dinner with them. And as we're saying, we've been chatting with them for a while, catching up and like nothing specific birthday related had come up obviously. Cause it's just adults talking, but then they're setting the table. I'm like sitting down and they just put in front of me this plate. That's like, a, it says something like your special day. And it's like their family's birthday plate that yeah. they always put out. And they just looked at me and they were like, happy birthday. <laughs> like, it was just so nice. So sweet. Oh, of course they knew it was your birthday. It's actually funny because when I was home in the fall, again, first time being home in years, I answered the phone and <laughs> she, she's like, hey, who's this? I'm like, it's Rach. And she's like, why are you there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So that was, that was a fun, like on the other end of, of COVID being like, well, I'm, you know, I'm visiting home. Well, I'm finally back. Uh, okay. So then to finish off the Airbnb discussion, the place we stay at before uh, you know, we, you had a pretty early flight that I had to drop you off for. And then I was actually flying out at that same airport. Um, later yeah. So this one was when family friend was like outside of the San Francisco area on my actual birthday, we go into San Francisco, which we'll get into. But then that night that you're talking about the last Airbnb was like near Berkeley, like just, you know, outside San Francisco. Yeah, yeah exactly. And then we both had to go to the airport the next day. This one we picked because it was themed like a Japanese Ryunkin. Obviously I could point out, you know, the Americanisms in it, but it was, it was pretty fun. It had like the tatami floor mats, which are like kind of grass filled um, mats. And it had the floor sitting table. Um, I remember some tea that they provided. Mm -hmm. And then it was like an American style bed, but it was like kind of on the floor on like a smaller platform. Yeah. So it was really cute. And it was, it was like, well, you can't come to Japan, but (laughs) yeah, (laughs) this was such a thoughtful, like set of lodging choices for us, which is so interesting for how last minute we planned this trip, but we really did book some cool places and there was a lot of variety. Yeah. I think it's hard to explain just how much fun the planning process is for us. 
it's not, it's not just about going to these places and experiencing the trip, but just like being able to plan our accommodations and look up restaurants and everything like that. Like there's a reason we have a whole system for how we do it. And that, yeah. that part in itself is, is really fun. Like, yeah. And the moment of excitement when like I'm browsing Airbnb and find something or you're browsing and we, one of us finds something that we're just like, what a gem. And we're, we know the other person's going to be so excited. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Okay. So then to get into a little bit of what we did, we did sunset cliffs in San Diego, mm-hmm. got a sunset there. <laughs> and then we would just kind of stop along the way. Uh, if we, we stopped saw... in the OC, <laughs> 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 uh, we had a couple specific sites like Big Sur that we, we knew we were going to like specifically stop at. It like it was it wasn't so actively, running, actively running most of the time. It was just it was great. Funny, it was just yeah. like misty the whole time. It was honestly yeah, kind of great, beautiful. Yeah. Like it was a different kind of beautiful, obviously. And I do remember the whole time we were driving, we would be like, this is cool. And like, not the views I expected and unique. And like, I'd rather see rain here than elsewhere, blah, blah, blah. But then we just kept being like, okay, but we're going to do this drive again someday though, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, all right, well, we'll see this with better weather someday, right? The main theme that like drove our activities though was um, it, it kind of like organically happened when you, mm-hmm. when, like when we had that first night in, in San Diego, we had um, a couple bookstores that we wanted to check out. And then that just kind of became the theme of the trip. Like with each city that we were passing, we would look up a bookstore that was easy to get to. And so we ended up seeing nine, I think maybe yeah, 10 was nine. The, the bar. <laughs> no, I think it was um, nine, including that place okay okay yeah I think I would remember um, if we got to a clean 10 there <laughs> but yeah we just kept stopping at bookstores because bookstores are amazing um and then on your birthday we got drinks at a bookstore themed bar when we made it up to San Francisco yeah I remember there was a presidential or a primaries debate on at that bar yes yes I remember that hashtag 2020 <laughs> yeah the bookstores were really fun I it's like interesting because I feel like we could have even done more, but also we were dri- spending a lot of time driving. Like that was a long drive. So the amount that we knocked out by just like we would stop somewhere and quickly go to a bookstore was pretty impressive. I bought a handful yeah. of books and like a lot of bookmarks and postcards and stuff like that. Like I didn't want, it was not going to be reasonable to buy a book everywhere we went because we went to so many, but I was like, wanted to buy something small. I'd get like a magnet somewhere, stuff like that. Yeah. Having, having like a full day in San Francisco was definitely the goal we wanted yeah, specifically to see the redwoods. I definitely wanted to like save up our time for that. So we we kind of hurried our way up because um, the other cities we passed along the way, we weren't really particularly trying to see anything specific there, and it probably would have closed on us anyway. Um, <laughs> we were disappointed to find that the Monterey Aquarium was closed. Um, I completely again, forget that. Time. That's so fascinating because I went to Monterey last year. And I remember being like, hmm, why haven't I been to this aquarium before? And I still didn't go to the aquarium. Like it's, it's interesting because maybe it was a higher priority for you, or maybe my mindset was just changed for this past trip. But like, I don't remember, or like right now, I don't feel like that's like the most disappointing thing ever, but I guess it was just like on our agenda and we wanted to do it. Yeah. I think it was just like the thing that we both knew about that area. And we're like, all right, this is the thing to do. Yeah. Um, so I honestly, there's not like a really particular specific activity to relate other than bookstores and restaurants. I know to me in particular, like I was really trying to like get the kind of food in California that I couldn't get in Japan, which is usually like <laughs> salads and like really fresh produce based. And I was newly meals. vegetarian. So that worked well. 
Yeah. And um, I was like, so. okay, this is probably the easiest place to uh, continue this. So let's exactly. go. it was very easy. I don't remember a single challenge. Yeah. So we, we found a lot of good vegetarian um, and vegan restaurants on the way up, which was fun. Um, and again, it felt like they were like locking the door behind us shutting down. Yeah. Okay. I shouldn't quick laugh, but... pause on restaurant. Cause I don't, I think I've probably told you this and I won't tell the full story. Cause there's like a little bit of a longer story here, but do you remember where we ate in Monterey, the restaurant we ate at? It was a seafood restaurant. Um, and it was like in water. a hotel. Yeah. It was on the water seafood restaurant, but like they had some pasta dish that I think I got. That's probably I the think only it was on like, I think it was cannery row. I think we're like, right, right, right there. So there's lots of options for places we could have eaten. And we ended up there. And I remember it being like, it was nice views and it was a nice vibe, but it was like a lower tier meal for what we had that whole trip. Like it was just like, not my favorite meal that we had had. Right. It was like yeah. pretty expensive and it was just fine. When I went to Monterey in April last year, ended up at the same restaurant. <laughs> really? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and it was like a whole roundabout thing too. Cause I couldn't remember the specific restaurant, but I was like, I just want to make sure to plan ahead. Cause I remembered it being kind of hard that we didn't plan ahead for Monterey. And I was like, as long as we plan ahead and pick somewhere good, um, then I, we won't just like end up being disappointed. Like I was last time I was here and we ended up being <laughs> in the same exact place. Like, honestly, we might've even sat, like it was very close. Um, I bet that's like 80% of their clientele. It's is like people who I end up there. <laughs> um, it's very, yeah, it's very funny, but it's related to the story I told about the silent spa a few episodes back because that was that same day. So it was, it was a poor planning situation again, but it's just so, so wait, funny. This I was, was like, like the, you were super hungry, just yep. escaped from the silent spa meal. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> and it's just fine like it wasn't bad I think I remember I don't know I remember being more positive about it this time around because I was like I cannot bring this dinner down when I like this is the dumbest thing to be like a brat about yeah. that I know that this <laughs> restaurant is just fine because we were having a stressful oh, situation man. but it's just so funny that that's how it worked out okay let's continue but that's just like a Monterey thing I had to say yeah bookstores veggie food the main highlight of the trip would be the Redwoods. We, we did that like right before going to the family friend's house, right? Mm -hmm. And then the next day we did San Francisco downtown, right? Yeah. Okay. This is one of my favorite memories with you of all time. Like, um, so for most of the trip, we had been listening to Malcolm Gladwell audiobook because um, <laughs> we're driving up the California coastline. <laughs> <laughs> we would cut in with the daily each morning, but <laughs> yeah. Throw it to Ira Glass. <laughs> but we had finished the book um, and we're like, let's just throw some music on. And this was like right as we were like coming up on some really pretty mountains and getting to the Redwoods. We were about to go to like the Redwood State Park. And we're just, we just kind of pick a random playlist or album. And we're like, oh yeah, let's, uh, let's just play this. And then what is it? Hard Way Home by Brandy Carlisle. Yeah, yeah. I think- that song came on and it was just like the first three seconds and we both just go and like look at each other and it was like this was the song that was meant to be playing <laughs> as yeah. we were passing these trees and these mountains it was just like there couldn't have been a more perfect song and we like just yeah both like felt it in that moment yeah yeah and we were coming up like it was just the kind of drive where we were like 
kind of more in the woods and it was pretty. And like, you know, we were already like feeling great energy from that part of the drive and it was still bad weather, but it was this really cool kind of misty day. Um, that was just like hitting better in that area than it was hitting when we were on the coast, at least for me. But it was like, when that song came on, we were kind of, we kind of came up on like the prettiest part of the like mountain we were driving on. Like it just got prettier and prettier throughout the song. And it has such a beautiful opening. Yeah, it was so beautiful. Like I definitely remember like turning around a clearing like right as this, like the exactly. course started. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. It's oh. one of my favorite memories of like any drive ever. It's one of my favorite memories from that day and that trip. Like it's just great. And it makes me that's part of why whenever I drive around Colorado with like the right vibe of music playing at the right moment, I get like emotional because it reminds like it's just so cool to have a moment like that and it can happen if you listen to the right music at the right time which is brandy carlisle yeah um, she's always right <laughs> oh what else was oh no so that actually like that set off like this was my my album for the year like that yeah was, like i listened to that particular brandy album for a lot in 2020 and it was definitely something that like i would use to like be happy and and you know remember um some positive times um so that was one of the great moments oh and it was you could smell it by that point too oh the outside and the redwoods and stuff like we're coming up on the park we had a lot of fun going around the um redwood state park um and yeah like seeing the trees (laughs) up front like up close yes okay so my memory of this was like it was just a moment of like stay positive I was so grumpy like it was just so rainy and we were like kind of trying to hike but it was just gonna be so muddy and hard to hike and I was just like we can't hike right now which again man I would come on grow up like I would do that now <laughs> such a baby. pre-Colorado but, Sarah yeah but I, I think you know maybe some other factors of being tired from the road and the weather just in general getting to me but like literally not knowing if you were going to make it home yeah yeah the stress of the pandemic following us up up the one but um it was just so like stressful and you were so excited and I was feeling so negative and I just I'm sure you were feeling I you can obviously chime in but I, I'm, I'm sure you were feeling more negative than I felt like but I just remember being like why is she so stuck on this like this day it's real this this park is not going to be the experience we want like we deserve better but then I was just like okay like we're here we're gonna do whatever we're gonna do it's gonna be a walk in the muddy woods it's not gonna be a legit beautiful hike we're gonna be fine like we can do this like I just remember having to the trees are gonna be 12 feet tall (laughs) yeah yeah. I just remember having to like just pull myself together and be like stop being such a grump right now which is part of why that moment driving later was even more profound for me because I like that whole day was just so grumpy I feel like I was just being so negative and I just like was pulling myself out slowly and when we were walking around I was definitely not feeling grumpy the whole time it was more just like getting into it and the plan of it all and we just being like we should just not be here (laughs) but like it totally was worth being there the trees are incredible future Sarah here so I just realized while editing this that earlier Rachel had said that that moment driving was before we got to the state park um it's just me here so we can't go back and forth and debate the facts so we're gonna go with my version of events (laughs) um and I'm pretty confident that we had that part of the drive after because I was navigating and I remember like what road we were on and that it was north of the (laughs) the state park and that the significance of me having my mood like wiped clean is how I'll definitely remember it so I just wanted to clear that up not the most important correction but in case anyone was confused (laughs)
Yeah. Like you literally couldn't have taken one more thing, like failing you at that time. Yeah. um, Which obviously there was much more to come. Do you remember feeling like, do you remember feeling like my negative energy or like your, do you like that you were feeling more stressed than I was picking up from you? Or do you remember just feeling excited? So it's funny that the Redwoods are what I was communicating as like what I was really excited about. Cause I, I was definitely very excited. That was like something to check off the bucket list. Right. Um, but I was so happy because we were, we were doing our thing, you know, cause I was yeah. so disappointed to find out that um, you guys weren't going to be able to come to Japan. And like that was like just finding a, a imperfect solution to that was huge for me. Right. Like, the, the fact that we got to spend time together at all, that we got to go through the planning process, that we were making memories, doing like something that is a legitimately fun trip, which we'll get into later, is something that people literally come from around the world. To right. Do. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a lot of where my positivity was coming from was that I was in a car taking a road trip with you, listening to music, you know, like all the little yeah. things going to bookstores because that's just the theme we came up with. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> like it could have been a different thing. We're not like that obsessed with bookstores. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think that's where a lot of my positivity came from. And I was like, truly like excited to see this place. You know what so else might've been getting to me was. is that I wanted to stay on that farm. <laughs> that's true. Let's not forget. This is the day we left. <laughs> yeah. That's probably that day probably just started out wrong for me because I just did loyalty. <laughs> <laughs> but that is funny. I, it's interesting because I'm sure the stress of the whole thing was getting to us both, but I don't remember. I remember us not harping on the fact that like we were stressed about our flights. Like you had to get back to Japan. That was a huge deal. I think I was more internally stressed about the flights and I just was trying to be like, there's nothing I can do about this. But I do remember moments of each day building up more and more of me being stressed about, am I going to get back to Virginia? What is all that going to look like? This is getting bad. Um, And I think I probably wasn't, I probably was talking about it more than I remember, but I I remember trying not to just talk about it a bunch because what's the point? What could we do? Like I was, I had some logistics to work out. So that's probably what was getting to me. I think that's the day that really hit it for me. So I think that's probably why everything was just building up. And I was just like, leave me here on the farm, Rachel, you go, go to Japan. I'll stay here. (laughs) Leave me on the farm. I'm sure you were getting messages from work. Um, and I know you and your, your roommates were all trying to figure out how to, to handle it and yeah. go to work and stuff. And that yeah. may have been when you were like needing to make some very real decisions about how the next few weeks plus. Yeah. Anyway, all of this to say, like I dealt with it. It was like, Rachel cares so much about these trees. Let's like stop being such a grump. But the moment that Brandy moment happened was just when I was like, okay, this is good. <laughs> I'm glad we're here. I'm sure we're the only ones who've ever had a profound moment while listening to one of her songs. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay. So wait, I had an idea. Oh. Yeah. Second reel for the booted sisters Instagram. Let's make a whole reel where we put whatever footage we have from this trip into like pictures and videos into a reel with that song playing. <laughs> That's so much oh, yeah. better than one, just yeah. a quick story. No, I love it. Yeah. Let's do a reel <laughs> that, that deserves to be on the page. Honestly. Um, so the other big thing we had as a goal was to go to San Francisco, the golden gate bridge. Like that was like the best weather day we had the whole, it was. We made it it really the was. Yeah. yeah. Um, so oh we have my some- gosh, sorry. <laughs> Before we got to the golden gate bridge, we came in from the North. We came down the bridge from the North. 
that area driving around there, I was freaking out. We had like the windows down for part of it. It was pretty windy, obviously, if we did that, but we would put them down a little bit. And I was just like freaking out. I was like, how is this possible that it smelled so good? This is outside. Yeah. Like <laughs> it smelled seriously. like eucalyptus. And I was like, is it? What's eucalyptus, Rachel? Tell me if this is possible. It smells like eucalyptus. I was like, I no, only know it in smelled form. like this. Yeah. I was like, no, like I'm used to like Virginia and south of Virginia, outside just smells like it just smells terrible. And I was like, outside doesn't smell like this. Is this why people say like, leave your sheets out to dry in the wind? Like, are you kidding me? Outside can smell like this? Yeah, no, it smells like outside. <laughs> I was shocked. I was like, okay, I guess I have to live in California because this is just insane. Yeah. If I was freaking out driving up to the Redwoods, you were definitely like in your like, like very <laughs> giddy. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember just repeating myself. I wouldn't yeah, shut up. I was like, why are you not freaking out about this? <laughs> Um, but these are definitely some of the best pictures we have of any trip that we've ever gone on was getting pictures together at the Golden Gate Bridge on like the most beautiful day. The water just <laughs> looks amazing. And yeah. it was like another one of those moments of like, all right, we carved out and scraped together something really special here, um, with all the circumstances we were fighting against. And that was your birthday. Uh, yeah, it was my birthday. Um, I remember my hair being like really, puffy and like just big in those pictures in front of the golden gate bridge and i'm like well duh i was freaking like a dog out the window with the eucalyptus <laughs> yeah we got drinks at the bookstore bar um and then we was it mexican food that we went to for your birthday dinner i think it was um, thai Ooh, you're right yeah it was, it was like a that cool, was it was good. like a trendy like thai fusion type place i think yes but it was yeah, really yeah. cool vibes in there that was fun that was a really great restaurant. Um, and then we had plans to like go out and get a drink. And yeah. I think this was the first time where you really, you vocalized, like, I don't think that's safe. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that very clearly. This was also, to be fair, this was also a Sunday night and we were both leaving in the morning. And I think I was, I think it was a combination of me just being ready to be a downer about like, we don't need to be going wild. But this was like, this was when I was seeing this whole, this weekend, this was the weekend of March 14th, 15th, 2020. Everybody, like, this was the first time I was hearing the term like social, uh, social distancing, like social media was just full of people being like, well, wonder if I'll ever find toilet paper again. Like everything I was seeing on like Instagram, Snapchat or whatever was just people being like hunkered down. And so I was having fun. Like I felt justified and celebrating my birthday. We didn't do anything that crazy. But then when you were pushing for like, let's go out, like, let's go get drinks somewhere. Let's find bars. Like we're here, let's do it. And I was just like, you know what? I think we shouldn't. I think that like maybe bars shouldn't even be open and won't be tomorrow. Like I was like, I think this is it. And I do think there was a component of that too, where like, I felt like you were just trying to make sure I was having a good birthday and that we were like ending on the best foot possible. And I really appreciated that, but I was like, I don't need it. Like, I think that we're okay. I think that's going to stress me out more than it's going to like make things fun. Like let's go to our Airbnb, you know? Yeah. Um, and there really weren't that many bars. Open. Yeah. I Yeah. We were having a hard time finding a place too, which is part of why I was like, there's a reason for this. Like we, we probably shouldn't be like, that was just the first moment where I felt like compared to like what I felt like my friends were doing that weekend, we were being reckless. And I was like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not reckless. We don't need to be reckless. We're getting on planes tomorrow. That's already reckless. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that's when the reality really did start to sink. Yeah. In. Um, which was but... obviously overwhelming, but I'm glad to have been able to, I don't feel like it was completely overwhelming me on my mind all day long. Like I, I feel like my memory of it now, at least was like really enjoying the whole day. 
And then at that moment, that just being the turning point of like, it's time for us to, to go. <laughs> yeah. And appreciating everything that we had yeah. experienced up to that moment for sure. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think I remember having a conversation where I like, where you were telling me like where you were kind of fighting for let's do something. And I, I feel like I remember explicitly telling you like, no, I feel like we've done, like, I feel good about what we have done. <laughs> you know, like you're not, this isn't just like, but we did get cookie ice cream sandwiches and that was fun. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> we like, we've looked up a place near our Airbnb. Um, it was like, one of those college towns. Yeah. Like, yeah. That was like our eats. compromise. Yeah. We were like, we'll go get a dessert. Um, and it was just like, we just had to pop in and get those. It was just kind of a ice cream shop set up where you just like get it and leave. And so we are like, yeah, let's do that, which was fun. And it was cool because we otherwise wouldn't have really like, I don't know, we didn't like explore Berkeley a ton, but we did get to cover a little bit more ground by doing that versus just going directly to the Airbnb. That's true. Yeah. We did at least get to see that little strip. Okay. So in some of our trip stuff, um, I think we, we kind of covered bite site memory um, for the most part. I'm trying to remember, like, honestly, standout meal was when we had dinner with the family friends. That would be my bite. <laughs> we had lots that of good so food, sweet. but that was great. Yeah. It was amazing. Site, I think the Brandy Carlisle moment qualifies <laughs> for sure. Yeah. And like then, coming, Well, like actually, that's that, memory, yeah. I guess. Yeah. That one's probably memory to the core. I don't know. But it'll be both. <laughs> there were lots of sites. Yeah. Big Sur, like the bridge in Big Sur was yeah. definitely really cool, but it's hard to beat Golden Gate, especially since that's where we had like the great weather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. I think you and I probably have the same Buffalo. What do you, what do you think it is? I might not know. I'm obviously going to know the second you say it. Dang it. <sighs> okay. What, what just has say it. haunted gonna... us ever since this trip? Oh my gosh. Dang it. <laughs> no, this is the low. <laughs> No, it's not. It's a Buffalo. Um, okay. While we were driving, we just kind of had an understanding of like, we need to make stops along like the, just the most classic, beautiful cliffside driving around Big Sur. Um, we had an understanding of like, it's not possible to stop every second that there's a, you know, a place to stop. And I don't remember yeah. what our driving set, if we were switching off driving that day or if it was mostly whatever that was, but we were getting lots of views regardless, but we just had an understanding of like, anytime we want to stop, let's just say it and stop. And we, we stopped a good bit. Um, and we stopped at one good stop off that felt like, yeah, we can like pull off the car, breathe it in, take in a moment, get a couple pictures, whatever. And I don't know. I think there was like somebody else. It was like room for several cars kind of deal. Yeah. There were a few cars there. Yeah. Yeah. There were a few people already there and we, we got there and we were just kind of taking it and taking pictures of each other. And then was he already there when we got there? Or was he, did he, yeah, he was there. Okay. Um, he was already there when we pulled up. Yeah. Okay. We met an Australian van lifer. We, so this guy is like outside his van, just vibing, hanging out with himself, whatever. And I don't remember exactly how it sparked. I think he just turned to us and asked us to take a picture. He was like, Hey, can you guys help me? My yeah. dad doesn't believe me about this. <laughs> yeah. Can he you was take like, a picture I've been of me with the van. <laughs> yeah. So he was like, I've been like doing this for days, but I haven't been taking any pictures. And my, my dad wants a picture. Can you take? And we were like, of course, like, and he had obviously, you know, you clock two girls in their early twenties or whatever. You see like them taking pictures of each other. It's the right person to ask. And so we were like, yeah, of course, like took some pictures for him. And then we're just chatting with him. And so we learned about him that he, it seems like people in Australia just do like a travel year. Good for them. Yeah. Can't even imagine. But so many people. Yeah, seem they to do, do the that. gap year. I yeah. will say part of it is because they're so far away from the rest of the world. Yeah, that's like fair. Geographically, you know. Yeah. So so he was doing like a gap year. He's from Australia, and he was 
over, he had been in South America before, right? Yeah. yeah. So he, it was like, he was working up North. Like he had been in South America. Now he was in the States. Yeah. And he had rented a van to drive around California. And I can't, do you remember what his next plans were? I feel like we, uh, he gave us just like a bit of a spiel of what. Yeah, there was. Yeah. And maybe he was bopping the Europe. I don't remember where he was going next, but there was like, this was like the intended to be a year where he makes it around the world. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was telling us about his like Europe plans next and whatever. And it was just like, we were about to get through a long stretch of no gas stations or anything. And I think he asked us where the next gas station was or something. Um, (laughs) He was very chill. And like, I mean, I was probably in love with him. Like he had good vibes. Like I definitely remember great being charmed. Australian accent. Yeah. yeah. And we took his picture. We chatted for a bit and then we moved along and we have never stopped thinking about this guy because we're like, that was March 13th of 2020. Like yeah. what came of him? Like he was in a van that day, but he wasn't planning on being in that van for that much longer. Like I just, I, where did he quarantine? What was his, and there's probably so many stories like that, but we just had it directly. And I just am constantly, the haunting comes in because he probably has an Instagram. Like we probably could have just followed him and a podcast. Like, yeah, yeah. I like, and I don't know that I would know him if I saw him, to be honest. I don't remember no. what he looked like, but like, if we could somehow like find the end of his story, that would just be like, it would make my life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Australia was big lockdown too, you know? Yeah, like he, exactly. Like, if he For didn't a long go home time. that week, like, geez. He didn't seem as stressed as we immediately were. Like we, I don't think we were that stressed for him that moment, but like the next day <laughs> we were like, what yeah. about me? But what about him? Like, <laughs> That's really what was bothering you as we were coming up on the Redwoods. <laughs> I know. I was like, I'd like to stay on this farm, but that guy should stay on the farm too. <laughs> That's another version of real. Oh, if we had just been better about getting contact info, that could have been another alternate universe is that we had that guy's number and I stayed on the farm and I texted him like, Hey, I've got a spot. <laughs> It's the Zac Efron, Nicholas Sparks movie. It's just like, <laughs> he comes back from war and just works a farm. Yeah, it would be, it would be Nicholas Sparks in a second, but alas, I live in Colorado now and that never happened. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I think the low was probably the weather and literal impending doom um, overall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the impending doom is a clear low. I think that's fine to say. Yeah, no, that was, um, that was a really fun one. And definitely we had to like fall back on that one for years and just, we've said it so many times, just like, we're so grateful that we were able to make it happen. So, um, that neither of us got sick and, you know, made it home. Okay. All that stuff, like a lot of luck involved. Yeah, for sure. I think the best version of that. Like if I could change anything, which like, obviously there's no point in living with regrets. I don't regret that we had that trip. If I could change anything, I would have shifted it like four days. <laughs> I think that would have been yeah great. Um, if or like a week, like if we had had the week before, I think we would have like fully enjoyed it, but there is something very specific about that. We got to go through that time with each other versus like wherever else or whoever else we would have been with. I mean, it was special. And in the end it was safe. It was just scary. Um, what was your plane ride back to Japan? Like, I don't know if we've ever actually talked about this. I was really hoping it to be like completely empty and I would just get upgraded first class. Yeah. And, like, oh, I remember that you were like, first class Kansas is coming. It's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, cause my coworkers had actually gotten upgraded on their flight back and their flight was like completely empty. Oh, well then they that's a reasonable like, the expectation. Yeah. yeah. 
they they left like the day before me um but that did not happen um so it was a normal flight and I don't think it was full but it I definitely don't remember it being completely empty by any means yeah Um, so kind of a normal transoceanic flight that's interesting I mean, I can't picture a transoceanic flight regardless, but that is interesting. I, mine was very empty. I was like, that made me feel so much better, even though I was still, that was one of the more stressful flight experiences of my life, but mostly getting up to it. I just thought it wouldn't happen, but when it happened, it was still, it was stressful to be on a plane. It was stressful to be around so many people. Like that's the day that it really, really got, or I guess the day before was when it had gotten so stressful to me. Um, but I remember there being like nobody next to me or next, like and nobody in front or behind me. Like I had like a quadrant. It was very nice. I might be like about that empty. I don't think everyone on the plane had a quadrant, but I think I did. Um, yeah, or at least no, close yeah. to that. I definitely wasn't next to anybody. Weird times, man. I know. I wouldn't obviously want it to be for that reason, but if I could fly, if I could have that flying experience again, as far as like not being anywhere near anybody, that would be cool. <laughs> That was the only, I guess, no, it wouldn't because that's bad. You shouldn't take planes that are empty, blah, 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 blah. But if I, (laughs) that was the only bright side of that situation. I'll say it that way. (laughs) Unique experience in in a case. Yeah. Um, Any other thoughts on birthdays over the years? Um, I'm excited for this birthday. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I really have had a lot of good birthdays. It's hard to navigate like how how to deal with your own birthday. I'm not taking work off on my birthday, which I didn't, I regret that from last year. I wish I had, it was just a very weird situation. I didn't want to tell any, I didn't at the time have any like coworkers that I was that friendly with. And I was like, if I like talk about it being my birthday, this is going to make my day more inconvenient. And, and define you as a coworker, yeah, like, but I was, birthday girl. Yeah, but I was still getting distracted. I was getting texts from people and Instagram posts and stuff. Like I was feeling very loved, but it was a little distracted. It was just a weird work day, which is what I'm totally signing up for again this year. But I just I have other priorities with my PTO. Um, but <laughs> but so I'm gonna do that again. But I'm just gonna this year I'll be a little bit more like I think it was a little weird to just have it be because it, it kind of stressed me out the following days where I like when people would ask me what I've been up to like just small talk at work. I had to like avoid talking about it that it had just been my birthday because then it oh God, I'm caught in the lie. Yeah. So it was like, I think I went like a week or two before mentioning that my birthday had been like a week or two before. And they were like, why didn't you tell us? I was like, still. Um, so I'm going to avoid that. I think I'll just be a little bit more like casual, but it is, it's just like a weird thing to navigate, like how to talk about your birthday. I think the right thing to do is to like hype it up enough in advance that like Because the worst is if people forget because you don't remind them, they forget, and then they feel bad that they forgot and you feel bad that people didn't. It's just like a weird thing all around. Like it doesn't need to be, it's just, I don't know, it's stressful, but this will be great because releasing a podcast where I talk about how it's my birthday that day, anybody who maybe would have forgotten might know to text me now. So I'm, I saw like a TikTok or something, probably on Instagram, um, where somebody I would never do this. This is, I'm coming across like not how I mean. I don't actually care this much about birthdays, but somebody created a spreadsheet of all all of their friends, everyone they know. And they put, um, like they kept track of who texted them or something on their birthday. They put like a note in the spreadsheet of what they did. And then when their birthdays came up, they behaved accordingly. So if that person had ignored their birthday, they ignored theirs back. If they like sent a gift, they said like, which is just so funny, but, um, the naughty and nice column. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Um, I'm obviously not going to do that. 
I'm excited. I think this year I'm like way more excited. Last year just felt like a little bit of a weird position as far as like being newer, having newer friends, like just my place in the world felt a little bit weird. And I was well, I got a lot of attention from everybody. I'm being a brat. It was a great birthday, but like, it was just like weird. Um, and this year I'm just like that much more excited. I've been like hyping up my birthday to my friends here, like making plans for how to celebrate here and stuff. Oh, I almost forgot to mention second annual virtual Yahtzee tournament on my birthday. This is the best thing. I, the best decision I made for a weekday birthday and something that like helped with my weird weekday birthday last year is I set up a virtual Yahtzee tournament with the family and a few select friends <laughs> to join. Yahtzee is fun to play virtual uh, because everybody just needs dice. And we did that and it was really fun. And I'm very sorry that the time difference means that you can't make it. But anyway, so yeah, I'm very pumped for second annual. So when people are listening to this, it might be happening right now. It might've happened yesterday, whenever you listen to the release of this podcast. But on my birthday, got the family to commit to doing a virtual Yahtzee tournament again. Um, so I'm very excited. That's like the best decision I've made for like being able to celebrate with people from afar. So, and then I guess March birthdays are just like a little bit, I don't know. Obviously I like March because it's my birthday and that's always been the case, but if I could choose a different month, I probably would. Cause March is hard to plan around with weather. Like it, it can be anything. We had a joke for years that John's birthday in early December was always the first snow of the year. And my birthday in mid-March was always the last snow of the year in Virginia, not in Colorado. <laughs> So yeah, like it often snows on my birthday. It'll, it's probably going to snow on my birthday here, um, but then it all, it could be like the nice, like my 18th birthday, I was supposed to go on a picnic, but then it ended up actually being cold, but that was like a last minute kind of weather change. Like it just could be yeah. anything. And so it's like hard to plan around. March is just like a very awkward weather month. And we all know I'm obsessed with weather. I feel like it's, it's like <laughs> the middle school of weather. Yeah. That's an awful, but true way to put it. <laughs> I saw a tweet that was like, March is like not really winter, but it's not really like anything else. Like it's just like a weird third thing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, cool. I hope that as this is airing, all of your Yahtzee and birthday dreams are coming true and you have a delicious (laughs) cake Um, and happy birthday. (laughs) Thanks. One I, one thing that's like a little bit fitting about the timing of recording this is that um, Devin and I have an annual birthday trip that we're trying to do every year now, and that's where I'm flying to. So oh, stay tuned awesome. for that. <laughs> really look forward to it. Will there be a book component? Yeah, very right, much fantastic. so. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Yeah, we'll cover that in the next episode. <laughs> okay, perfect. Um, yeah. Great segue from the 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 bookstore trip uh, (laughs) into the birthdays and book trip. Yeah. Birthdays and books. Cool. Well, happy birthday. Um, again, (laughs) it was fun to, to talk through some truly unique travel experiences in our part. (laughs) Um, What a time. What a birthday. All right. I'm going to go catch a flight. All right. Have a great trip. Tell Devin I say hi. Thanks. Will do. Bye. All right. Bye. Okay, Rachel is like doing some sort of a voice memo right now on mute and it's very mysterious and I don't know any more than you know, listeners. Maybe she's on the phone. That's probably what it is. (laughs)